Thank you for tuning in to Repairs of the Breach Ministries podcast. We pray this podcast blesses you as Pastor Calvin King delivers a message from God. All right. With everything that's going on, and I know you all have been hearing about the things that's going on in the news, um, how ISIS is infiltrating society. And it's not just Europe. It's not just Paris. It's not just Kenya. It's the world. The Bible talked about in the last days there are going to be a group of people who are going to be radical and not for Christ. They have their own agenda. These people will kill you and think they're doing God a favor. So we're living in a time that's full of danger. It's perilous, the Bible calls. That means a time that's full of danger. So in that timing, in this frame, I want to not only relate to you all as adults, but I want to talk to the young people as well. And so, therefore, I have tried to combine what God is doing with what's going on in the world, so that you can see. Today, I want to talk to you, and I want to give you a message that the world has received. In three days, or three months, three days, three days, the people of the world made 500 million, over $500 million in three days because they believed in something. Three days, $500 million. What is that pastor that caused the world to invest that much? You know what it was? It was a call of duty. Mm -hmm. Black ops. Young folks know this. I believe, now I changed a call of duty to, to duty because I'm going to change this to the church. Now, when you see this black ops, they have a special group of people that they've chosen to fight this battle. Now, this game sometimes, I know it has its origin. I know it has some things that are... Uh, worldly, so to speak. I understand that it could be Illuminati. I can see the cross here. I can see the cross there. I can see how he's set in the pentagram shape. I can see all this has meaning. Uh-huh. I can see. I have eyes. I have spiritual eyes. Mm-hmm. So what I want to do is to be able to show you that the world has invested over $500 million in three days of a call to duty. What are we willing to invest for our call to duty? This is prophetic to the point that we must open our eyes and see. I told you once before, God gave us a word. He said, I will do nothing in the world, in the earth, lest I first reveal it to my servants, the prophets. I believe since God put himself on that plateau, he has also put the devil on that plateau. The devil can do nothing in the earth until he revealed it some way. That's why when you see the movies, that's why when you see those things, these things are happening in the movies, and then all of a sudden we see them manifesting in the natural. We just heard about CERN. CERN been manifested long ago. My son was telling me about some stuff that he saw and some of the things that he watched, some of the cartoons that was already there. Flash, all this stuff, time portals, Stargate. All these things were shown to us before they happened. And I believe the devil has to show us things. 
I believe in black ops, he's showing us some things. He's revealing some things. And so I want to be able to just look at about four or five of them before I move farther into what I'm going to show you tonight. So these are in comparison to what has happened or what's going to happen. So I'm still talking about the assignment. Your assignment is to call to duty. Did you all get the updated one? You did. All right, let's go to the next screen. And look, I want to be y'all flow with me. So what I'm going to do is raise my hand or something like that because I want y'all to hit that as soon as it go, okay? Don't be slow on it, okay? There you go. Thank you. All right. All right. So in comparison, somebody said, they don't, don't do that one. <laughs> You're right. I don't need to do that one no more. <laughs> I take that one back. All right. So here we go. I, stop, I need to stop listening to my son because my son got me trying to be calm, cool, and collective. So I don't want to be ugly. But watch this. In comparison, it's a campaign. In campaign, campaign mode, the fighting mode, you must pick a side. Mm-hmm. Baby, you have to pick a side. You have to make a decision on how you're going to live. Once you pick that side, you're stuck. You're going to either be for me or you're going to be against me. But you must pick a side. You can't be church on Sunday and then you change back on Monday. Once you pick this side, you must be faithful to the call. I, I heard myself getting loud again. You must be faithful to the call. Pick your side. One of the things that I don't play the game, but I had to set my sons down to talk to them about the game, and they gave me some insight, and they was giving me so much insight, I said, that's enough. Don't even get me to zombie mode. I don't even need to know about that. Next thing, it's a tragedy that motivates them to the call of duty. Something bad had to happen in their life. And what they were done, what was happening then, I think they got certain body parts that made them invincible, so to speak, and gave them, got them ready for the call. Well, likewise, sometimes it takes tragedy for us to receive the call to duty. Your finances come under attack. Your children come under attack. Your marriage come under attack. And sometimes, because your marriage comes under attack, that's not enough. You just don't care. You still won't answer the call when you see attacks are going on. I don't know if, it, if the attacks have immobilized you so, or, 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 or put you to a point where you, you fight the wrong enemy or you just don't want to fight at all. But when you start seeing tragedy take place, tragedy is anything that comes against the will of God. It should motivate you now to fight, to call, to be called to duty. Not only that, they prepare you to fight. Today is my intention to prepare you to fight. I want to get you ready for what you're getting ready to do. They give you tools, even a chip. That makes you more powerful and even powerful enough to defeat your enemy. They give you the weapons to fight with. Today, our weapons of our warfare, they're not carnal, 
So don't expect to get a machine gun. Don't expect for me to give you an M16 or, or AKA or, 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 or 40 cal or 50 cal or, or none of those things. Let me give you what you're going to need. For our weapons are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. They're not the big caliber weapons that you see in the natural, but boy, are they loaded in the spiritual. We have to stop underestimating the power that we possess. Your prayers are much more powerful than what you think they are. I need you to start exercising your faith and believing in it. You are a special group of people. You think black ops are something? Oh, they ain't seen nothing yet. All of creation realize that God has invested in something in us. And therefore, all of creation moans and groans, waiting on the sons of God to be manifested. For us to really realize the power that we possess. For I have given you the keys to the kingdom. Whatsoever you bind on this earth, I will bind it in the heavens. Whatever you loose on earth, I will loose it in the heavens. He goes on and says, so whatever you remit on earth, I remit it in the heavens. Whoever sins you forgive, I forgive it in heaven. That's how much power. He said, whoever sins you retain that you keep, I hold it on to it in heaven. That's how much power we have. You can forgive sins. The people who came against you, who hurt you, you can forgive them. You have the power to forgive them. Stop saying, no, I'm through with them. No, you're not through with them. You have to forgive them. I have a lot to give to you today, so I'm going to hope that you get this. Let's move on. The assignment hadn't changed, but I want to make it plain. Your assignment is to let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works. Your good works. Because you change sides, baby, we're not looking for that same old mess that you used to do. Stop letting them see your bad work. God has put you on a mission around certain people who are watching you. They could be on your job. They could be riding to the club with you. They are watching you. They're wondering whose side you're on because it hadn't been made clear to them which side you pick. Some of you say you picked a side, but it's not clear. On Sunday, I can see, but on Monday, I'm confused. Mm -hmm. Let your light, since you picked the right side, since you picked this side of Jesus, let your light So shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. You have a God you have to glorify. You cannot do it your way. You cannot have it your way. Because if you have it your way, you know, look back over your life and see how messed up you was then and see how messed up you're going to be if you keep having it your way. Your mission. 1 Peter 2.21 through 23. For God has what? Called you 
to do good. Everybody in here, listen to me good. God has called you to do good. How more simpler can this be? How more, I, I, can't, even, I can't even make it any simpler than this. God called, well, I don't know if God called me. Yes, he did. He's telling you right now, I called you to do good. Even if it means suffering. Oh, this is warfare talk, people. You, you don't realize this. This is a call to duty. He called you to do good, even if it means you have to suffer for it. That's heavy. Yeah. You'd rather have your, <laughs> your M16 or whatever they call it. You'd rather have your, 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 your real gun to go out there and fight in the world. But no, God's called you to be higher than that. Your warfare is taking place in the spiritual realm. Before it can manifest in this natural realm, you've already dealt with it. So many times I see Christian people waiting there. You know something's just not right. Something's uneasy with you. Well, rather than going to warfare and fight, you wait till it manifests and you say, oh, I knew something. Really? God let you know. Minister Antonio called us at 4 a.m. the other day. Sent a message out. 4 a.m. Talking about something about it. I'm like, what the heck? He know how light I sleep. And now I got this message and I can't sleep, so I'm starting halfway praying and stuff like that. And then Paris hit. I was like, wow. He picked up something in his spirit, didn't know what it was, sent a message to the prayer warriors, and we were sleeping. He was caught off guard. We don't know how many lives we could have saved. Just by binding and loosing. We just don't know. This call to duty is nothing to play with. God's trying to wake up our spirit man so that we can do things before the devil can get a hands up on us. Stop waiting to see what's going to happen and do something before it happens. You know you have the power. I told you that. God gave you the keys to shut up the kingdom. You can stop things from happening. But we must take it seriously enough that we'll get up out of bed when we hear the alarm. He sounded the alarm. Woke us up 4 o'clock in the morning. We wonder if he's crazy. What's wrong with this man? He's sending out a text. Why ain't he sleep? Where's his wife? <laughs> sleep too. And you up praying, trying to give us a word. I said, he too deep. <laughs> it's 4 a.m. You ain't got to be that deep. Well, God dealing with you about it. You need to go pray about that and leave us alone. I even told one of the prayer warriors, I say, see, sometimes God give you something for you to pray about, and you need to be praying about it, and then you tell everybody to do it. But, heck, that was a call for all of us. We missed it because our flesh got in the way, and we wanted some more sleep. Have you ever wondered why God wake you up sometimes at 3 and 4 o'clock? The devil is up to something. And he won't let the devil do it and say, wait a minute, let me talk to my folks. Let me let them know what you're getting ready to do. Now, I'm going to wake them up and tell them what you're getting ready to do. Now, if they don't do nothing, you go ahead. But if they say stop, you better stop. If they say stop, you better not. 
That's a Mississippi terminology for you. You better not. But we won't wake up. Yeah, boy. Even if you have to suffer missing it and going to work in the morning with sleep in your eye because you got up, even if it means that you suffer, you better do good. Just as Christ suffered for you, how many hours did he spend praying for you? How many nights did he spend up praying for you? For he is your example, and you must follow his steps. Watch this. These are some of the steps he took. He never sinned, nor ever deceived anyone. These are weapons. This is warfare talk. Stop deceiving people. Stop making people think that that you like them just to get their money. There's a... I better not say it. Y'all want me to say it, don't you? But, I, but I'm not going to do it. Uh, 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 I'm not going to do it. There's some traps out there. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Some people study these traps so they can see how to trap men. But you end up getting trapped yourself. Yeah, boy. Nor did he deceive anyone. You can't use your body or attempt to use your body. To think that he's got more than what he's getting just for him to open up his pocketbook, his purse, whatever he's carrying, just for you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. He did not. Re- <laughs> he did not. <laughs> he did not retaliate when he was insulted. Baby, in this warfare, you can't cuss them out because they cuss you out. You can't tell them off because they told you off. But you just don't know, Papa. I have a temper, really. You have a God, and you must glorify him. Put your temper aside. This is warfare. You've been called to duty. You can't do it your way. There are principles to this warfare, and he's telling you right now. Nor threaten revenge. When he suffered, all those people who were spitting on him, hitting him, he didn't say, I'm going to get you. You just wait and see. You know what he said? He said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Some of you all in here who are hurt now, you've been hurting for a long time. How much longer are you going to carry this hurt? Why not forgive them? You're the one who's hurting. They've gone on with their lives. And you're still hurting. Why not forgive them so you too can go on with your life? This warfare has you pinned down behind enemy lines because you won't forgive. He left his case in the hands of God, who always judges fairly. He left what was getting to him, what they did, how they did it. He left his case in God's hand. 
God, vengeance is yours. You repay them. I choose to forgive them. Stop holding against people and let people go. Let God deal with it. He said, because vengeance is mine, said the Lord. I will repay them. You get out of the way. And how do you get out of the way? You step aside and forgive. It's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. This is warfare talk. This is stuff that you got to be ready for. Understanding that is no longer about you. Matthew chapter 16, verse 24 through 28. Jesus said to his disciples, if any of you want to be my followers, how many of you want to be followers of Jesus? If you're really true by what you just said, if you want to be his followers, you must turn from your selfish ways. Stop thinking about what you're going to get out of this marriage. Stop thinking what you're going to get out of this, what you're going to get out of that. It's not about you. If you're going to be my followers, turn from your selfish ways. Take up your cross and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. You will die. This warfare is not taking any prisoners. It's not taking you somewhere they can feed you and keep you and clothe you. Three meals on a cot, uh-uh. It's slaying you right there on the spot. They don't want prisoners. So if you're trying to save your life, you're trying to hang on to what you used to do, you're trying to hang on to the things that you used to get away with, you know, well, Pastor, what are you talking about? If you're still trying to convince yourself that it's okay to do wrong, you're trying to hang on to your life. When, well, Pastor, I'm not trying. Well, if the Word says this, and you're trying to convince somebody that is this, and that you can get away with things because it, let, let's use something simple. Alcohol, drinking. Oh, even more simple, more complicated, wine. I'm just a social drinker. Well, pastor, can I drink wine? Sure you can. <gasps> oh, hey, let's go. Hold on. Let me finish it. If it's going to offend your brother or somebody who's sitting across from you and you don't know when you're out drinking, who's watching you? To them, it could be offensive. So at that point, it becomes illegal. Y'all hear me? This is warfare stuff. You're not thinking about yourself. Pastor, can I go to Tunica? Sure you can. What you going for? I'm going down there to eat. Okay. Well, there are not any restaurants in Memphis. Well, you know Memphis is dangerous. What about South Haven? It's too congested. Okay, then go. You give me all these reasons, excuses, then go. But when you go down there and you're just eating, when somebody else see you, what are they thinking? Well, Pastor, they had no business being down there, but you're the mature one. This is warfare we're talking. Okay? Well, what if God sent me? If God sent you, then you go. If you send yourself, then you go. 
I'm saying that this is warfare. You can't play with the devil with your own tools. You're trying to convince yourself that it's okay for you to get away with murder. And it just ain't going to happen. You're going to have to do what's right in this warfare. You have picked a side, now live it. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, if you give up what you want, that sip of wine, that opportunity to gamble, if you give it up for my sake, you will save it. You will save your life. And what you do, you benefit. And what do it benefit you if you gain the whole world but lose your own soul? Is anything worth more than your soul? Is anything worth more than your soul? For the Son of Man will come with his angels and watch this. I believe, I believe this is very prophetic for this day and this season and this time. Watch what it reads. For the Son of Man will come with his angels and in the glory of his Father and will judge all people according to their deeds. I tell you the truth. Some of you sitting here right now will not die before you see the Son of Man coming in the kingdom of God. I hope that did not go over your head. That's something Jesus spoke a long time ago, but I believe right there today is prophetic. Some of you right now will not die before you see the Lord's coming. This generation will see. Some of us may be gone, but there are some who are sitting in here right now will see the return of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We're down to the bottom line. Is his way or no way? Luke 14, 27, New Living Translation. And if you do not carry your own cross and follow me, you cannot be my disciple. You cannot be on my side. If you don't take up your cross and follow me, you cannot be on my side. You're still fighting against me. If you're still trying to do things your way and you're not willing to suffer and give up some things, you had not picked this side. You're still doing it your way. If you don't pick sides, you cannot be his disciple. If you don't take up your cross and follow him, you cannot be his disciple. This thing is designed to cost you something. This past week, we had all this stuff going on. Me and my wife had some tensions in the air. I think I had tension with all of y'all. And I apologize to y'all because I had to apologize to my wife. I said, baby, I really didn't holler at you. And I heard this, yes, you did, because I was there today. Shut up. <laughs> I was right there. You hollered at both of us. I said, I did not. She's still talking about, mm-hmm, y'all don't hear that. here. Mm-hmm, yes, you did. But then I apologized. Didn't you let it go? Thank you. All right. Did you let it go? Or you hold on to it. You deal with God with it, didn't you, But it got to the point that sometimes you have to realize your error. And you have to go back and correct it. This is my wife. I love her. But sometimes teeth and tongue fall. Well, I shouldn't be saying, oh, I know. I know, Jermaine. 
What I mean when I say teeth and tongue fall out, it does not mean your tongue fall out on the floor. It does not mean your teeth fall out on the floor and look up and grin at you. What I mean is that sometimes you bite your tongue. Your teeth got in the way and you bit your tongue. But you did not pull your teeth out in retaliation. Nor did you cut your tongue off for getting in the way. You took it, you were resilient, and you kept going. Sometimes me and my wife fall out, but I don't cuss her out. I don't give her a divorce paper because I realize that I need her. Some of you all are being so foolish in this warfare that you have not picked sides and you're fighting against yourself. You're fighting against your own self. This is my wife. For me to keep coming against her, I'm fighting against myself. I am so confused in the warfare at that point. The worst part about warfare, the hardest thing for people back home to accept is what we call friendly fire. When you kill your own member. People back at home, they can't accept, you did what? You dropped the bomb on the wrong people at the wrong spot. My son didn't die from the enemy. It was the people of his own kind, his own kin, his own clan. It wasn't an enemy that done this. My own kin, my own folks. That's hard. Our code of conduct, 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 9 through 12. Now, here we go. It's going to get a little tougher for you, but you're getting ready to engage the enemy. He may be on your job. He may be at the, at the restaurant. He may be at the gas station. He's lurking all around, and this is how you have to handle yourself. He even may show up in your own house. Somebody sent me a, 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 a text today trying to encourage me about what God's getting ready to do for this ministry. He said, yes, people will come to those doors, but when those doors open, the enemy's going to come in too. And we must be ready to confront him. So how do you confront the enemy when he comes in? Somebody, a prostitute comes in off the street and her dress too high, her cleave is showing. What you going to do, get it and wrap her all up? And tell her to just sit right back there. Don't you come down to the front. Mm-mm, mm-mm. You're going to tempt everybody. Mm-hmm. So you get one of, the, one of the sheets off the back of the church because you didn't bring that. You weren't playing on So you get one of the things that the little ladies cover up their legs with, and you begin to wrap her up. You mummify her rather than love on her and show her some acceptance. When people come out of the world, they're going to come out fully dressed. And what they dress like may not be what you're accustomed to. So you need to have some codes of conduct on how you can, this is a code how you need to conduct yourself when you see people who are coming in from these all walks of life. Don't repay evil for evil. That's very simple. Somebody do you wrong, don't do them wrong back. Don't retaliate with insults, when people insult you. They talk about the way you dress. Don't retaliate with that. They talk about how you look. Don't retaliate. 
I thank God I don't retaliate every time y'all be saying something about my ears. I know y'all do. Y'all got used to me now. But I'm so glad I didn't retaliate. Because I could have put a curse on y'all. All y'all been walking around here looking like Dumbo. But anyway, instead, pay them back with what? Now, if I had to do it, you have to do it too. I gain your love, your trust, by not fighting against you, by not retaliating against you. Y'all just don't know. I even apologize online to people who I may have offended. And sometimes I can get offensive, just like you. But how you handle that offense is going to be important. We're not going to always see eye to eye. But when I give you orders, you have to obey those orders. Because somebody's lives are depending on it. When I tell you to apologize, forgive, release, let go. You need to apologize, forgive, release, and let go. Because the other lives are in stake or at stake because of you. They can die. All right. This is what God has called you to do. You hear that? So don't be telling me, I don't know what God called me to do. Let's take the simple stuff. Don't repay evil for evil. Don't retaliate when people insult you. And instead of paying them back, be a blessing. Bless them. Somebody cuss you out. Well, Father, I just bless them in Jesus' name. You know what? They cuss you out. Here's $100. Go get yourself something to eat. Look, they look. did you see them? They just jumped up. I didn't even cuss y'all out. Y'all didn't cuss me out. Why are you jumping? They want $100. Go on down to the tunnel, then. You need that back. All right. Well, the scripture says, if you want to enjoy life, and see many happy days. Watch this. God is telling you something. For the scripture says, if you want to enjoy life and see many happy days, keep your tongue from speaking evil and your lips from telling lies. You hear this? If you want to. The scriptures are bearing witness to this. How many of you want to live better lives? Stop lying. It's simple. God just told you. If you want to enjoy life, you really want to enjoy life? You mean to tell me it's that simple? If you really want script for the scripture says, if you want to enjoy life and see many happy days, then keep your tongue from speaking. Even stop talking about folks. Shut up. And stop lying. It's just that simple. You can enjoy life and you can have many days. Stop talking about folks. And stop your lying. Because as soon as you start talking about them, you're going to add more stuff to it. Then you're lying on them. They weren't as bad as you say they were. Turn away from evil and do what? You see what God keeps saying? Turn away from evil and do good. Search for peace. Look for peace in the situation. There's got to be some good in it. And work to maintain it. Once you pursue peace, work to maintain it. Try to keep from getting on folks' nerves. Stop trying to get on everybody's nerves. Stop trying to intentionally be a fool. People can get tired of you real quick. Especially you start being so holy. It is, you can get on folks' nerves. Every time they say something, you have no... You, you don't even realize that you're in the natural realm. You say in the spirit all the time. I know the Bible says walk in the spirit, but sometimes, you know, 
just be natural. I'd like you guys to say that you know a person. Oh, I see the halo around you. I can see God's getting ready to do something. They don't want to hear that. They want to talk to you. Just, just, just talk to me. Can we just talk? What you do last night? Oh, I was in the presence of the Lord. <laughs> what you going to do tomorrow? Oh, me and the Holy Ghost. They opened up a new mall. Yes, the Holy Ghost is going to lead me. He's guiding me on what I need to do. Come on. Sister Gary just want to go and spend some time. Talk about a cheeseburger. But you're so deep. Learn how to handle people. You're fishing. And I remember when my, my aunt, I know it's time, uh, when my aunt taught me how to, my, my, she was my aunt, my cousin, ain't BB, ain't, yes, she was, ain't BB. She taught me how to fish. And I didn't know first, you know, we didn't have reels and rods. We had just stick and a string. So I would take it. And I didn't know how to get it, so I would take it like this, and I would, you hear it, hit the water. All right? Well, who taught you how to fish? I said, nobody. She said, I can tell. I remember it. So she said, she took the cane, and she did it like this. She held it out, and she, and then it, she said, that's how you do it. I didn't figure, I didn't know how to do it because all my bait was end up in the bird's mouth. I take them here and call up in the tree. Before I get out, when I finally get over here where it wasn't that there, all the fish just scattered. Some of you all are fishing just like this. You're scattering the fish. You won't listen to nobody tell you how to be gentle, how to be humble, how to be patient, how to be kind. You're not listening to the instructions. All you want to do is get that bait out there, and you're just slamming the waters with, your, with the cane. You're running everything off. You don't have to be mean. You don't have to be that hard. You can be long-suffering. You can be kind. We can't run people off when they get in here. You know why? Because somebody else brought them. They spent hours praying and laboring and listening to this person to get this person to come to church. And here you go. And they're going back out the door. All right. I'm going to finish this little slide, and then I'm gonna be, I'll, be, I'll be through with you, okay, I think. All right. If you got around people who don't want to be happy, keep talking about people, who keep lying on people, turn away. from evil and do good. You got to turn away from them folks. Search for peace and work to maintain it. The eyes of the Lord watches over those who do right, and his ears are open to what? You hear this? Stop wondering if God's hearing your prayers. If you're doing right and doing what God said, then when you get on your, I see a lot of army shows, and I see when they are down and pent down, they get this guy who carries his responsibilities, carry the, the communication. And they would get with him, and he would call in for an airstrike. He had open communication. God's saying this, if you do what's right, his ears are always open to your prayers. But if you don't do what's right, the Lord turns his face against those who do evil. If you're sneaking and you're doing your own thing behind enemy lines, God will turn his face away from you. Now, who wants to harm you? 
if you're eager to do good. If you want to do what's right, who's going to be bad at you for doing what's good? If somebody want to bless you, if I want to bless you with $100, I mean, you're going to be mad at me? Give it to me, pal. Really? You think I'm going to give it to you? <laughs> really? I, you know what I'll do? I'll tear it up in a little bit of little pieces and then give it to you. Because you're not grateful. You're not thankful. You don't even deserve it. So now put it together. Anyway. Pastor, that's evil. All right. But even if you suffer for doing what is right, God will reward you for it. If you suffer for doing what is right, God will reward you for it. This is stuff that you've got to understand while you're in behind, while you're fighting, while you're getting ready. If you do what's right, God's going to reward you for it. Stop worrying about folks. If you do what's right, God's going to reward you for this. So don't worry or be afraid of the threats. People, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get back at you. No, you just keep doing right. God got them. Instead, you must worship Christ as Lord of your life. And if someone asks about the hope as a believer, always be ready to explain them. In other words, the way you live your life and the way you handle folks, then people are going to ask you, man, what's up with you? Why are you tripping like that? Why, why, you know what? Man, he just talked about you. He, man, he, he, he went off with you. And you, you're talking about praying for him? Man, what's up with you? Then you start telling them about the gospel, the hope that you have within you. This is why I can't drink your drink. This is why I can't run the women with you. This is why I can't go out to the club. Thank you for listening to Repairs of the Breach Ministries podcast. If you would like to learn more about our ministry, please visit us at rotbchurch.com. If you would like to be a blessing to us, please visit the website and select the donations link. Again, thank you for listening and have a blessed day.